it's the first half of the first month of the second half of the year 2022. I'm recording this on a Friday, the 15th of July 2022. My name is Ruth Midaramalai. I'm coming back with a great welcome to yet another episode of the first X Minutes podcast. And a lot has been happening, including pre-season friendlies taking place here and there. And um, it's been fascinating to see what's been going on. Manchester United finally laid their hands on a trophy Woo-hoo. yep um after such a long drought yeah that trophy counts what do you mean it doesn't count it counts i mean in the grand scheme of things judging by the drought that they've been through in the past couple of years surely that trophy counts but i'm never talking about that trophy this morning two major things i want to talk about i want to talk to you about this morning and i'm hoping that i get a feedback from you in the form of like a conversation starter or, or conversation continuum as the case may be not a meta continuum conversation continuum as the case may be and one of them has to be playing second fiddle in a world cup year uh, as it stands we're going to be having a world cup in november um, november through to december and um, so many players would be more than happy or looking forward are working hard difficult working very very hard towards having starting births in their team the teams that will be uh, featuring of course at the world cup and because of those dreams those ambitions um, there's a lot of tussle in the transfer market about who wants to go where and do what there for instance now nobody wants to go and be a backup defender to the starters in a world cup year where they are placed on the squad or in the squad might as well be on the line because they do not have enough playing time in their um, parent club so by, by so doing there's a lot of back and forth i want to go there no i don't want to go here I, 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 it will not be better it will not be good enough for me if my national team manager or coach as the case may be does not see me gathering or gathering enough playing time and that might hurt my chances as regards starting or featuring more often for the national team on the grandest stage of them all and everybody wants to play at the world cup but not everybody will get a chance to play at the world cup i mean i always feel for the third choice goalkeeper that follow these teams to the world cup and to think that the number of players that each team can take has been expanded from 23 to 26 means that more players will be taken but more players will also not have the privilege, the chance, the opportunity to feature for their fatherland at Qatar or in Qatar, the at or in, as the case may be, feature at the FIFA Mundial. And that that is a lot of headache for a lot of players. Because if you think of certain teams, you automatically to an extent, all things being equal, you can think of their starting eleven. You think of, um, say, Manchester City. Ruben Diaz is going to start if he's well, if he's fit. Barring not on for same pep drama um, or pep tinkering with the starting lineup, um, he's going to very well start in the side. And of course, that leaves one more space for um, who who is most likely going to take it. Maybe Laporte. Most likely. So anybody else who's coming in is going to play second fiddle or third fiddle, as the case may be. And with the likes of Nathan Ake um, being linked to Chelsea, Zinchenko being linked to Arsenal, most likely they are going to need a defender to come in. Now, if they're going to bring the likes of, say, Paul Torres, Paul Torres is very, very instrumental, is an instrumental defender to the Spanish national team 
um, lineup. Of course, with, with Laporte also, but will Paul want to come and play second fiddle? Will Paul all want to come and just be playing only uh, what's it called now? FA Cup games, EFL Cup games. I mean, in a year leading up to the FIFA World Cup. Or should I say in the months leading to the FIFA World Cup? I, I doubt it. And, and that's where the tussle is. For me as a fan, it might be clearer for them up there in terms of club management. For, but for me as a fan, I, I don't get it yet. And that's why I'm talking about it. And hopefully we can have a conversation about it. You can hit me up on Twitter, PAPI underscore D. Great. And let's have a conversation. What do you think? Do you think it's a big deal? Do you think, oh, no, it's not a big deal. I mean, it's a World Cup year. But the World Cup year will still come and go. But remember that this, this player, some of them leave for this big tournament. Some of them want to feature and showcase their talent on the grandest stage of demo, which is not the Champions League, of course, the FIFA Men's World Cup. So that's the first part of the conversation. The first thing I wanted to talk about this morning, the second thing has to be the Benteke, Erling Haaland, Christian Benteke, Erling Haaland comparison. And um, well, that I mean, he was interviewed and he was told, he was asked questions about him facing early Haaland and you know there was a lot of he spoke about a lot of things um, um like uh, facing early Haaland yeah he said you know um he can compare him to Christian Benteke to be the same as facing Christian Benteke and um, I think he used a particular phrase which I don't remember um, which I've I've forgotten now but I think he compared at some point compared Crystal uh, Crystal Palace to Manchester City yeah <laughs> and Players like him don't talk much. Players like him, you will not find him every day in the dailies talking about what they're going to do, talking about their plans. He's, he's more reserved. So to hear him go on and all like that about um, Erling Haaland, it might be coming from a different, few different perspectives. He's a professional, more professional than I can ever be. But in terms of talking about what the future holds, this guy is going to face Erling Haaland a couple of times and trust Erling Haaland to take that to heart even though you might not necessarily know who Christian Benteke is but then again the fact that somebody is already talking of the meeting with Haaland um, I think one we can deduce from that that look we have a fantastic Manchester City Chelsea clash waiting ahead of us as fans secondly I think um, that was not necessarily out of place I mean we all have our opinions, not so, but I think uh, maybe that was Mendy predicting the first season of Erling Haaland's first season. Remember, we've had players coming who suffered in their first season under Pep Guardiola. Maybe not Gabriel Jesus, but we had the likes of Sani. Sani needed that first season to gel. We had the likes of um, not Gabriel. Um, we had Marius who had to come in and take the first season to gel, learn how to use his right foot more, which was almost the same problem with, um, um, that Sami had. And um, the £100 million man from Aston Villa, Jack Grealish, suffered mostly during his first season. So Erling Haaland is coming in and everybody's saying, look, this guy's a machine, he understands well, he knows where the goal is and he scores for fun. But will the curse which is currently has currently played first-time players under Pep Guardiola at Manchester City. Will that curse also plague 
Erling Haaland when he starts playing for City and maybe Edward Mendy is coming from that point just disguised it a bit and said look look this guy might just suffer if he comes and starts playing for City at least in his first season might just take him one season to pick up on the other hand Erling might just go on to score a hat-trick against Chelsea although although that might be difficult considering the fact that Chelsea have just shot up their defense with Koulibaly they're looking to add Nathan Ake and then um, there's the Marcos Alonso guys there and um, you know Thiago Silva is still there so maybe maybe not but then again you can be sure that this even though Alan is not saying anything yet he might still say some things over time but this is building up to giving us the fans a Manchester City Chelsea clash two of it all things being equal they might face it face themselves again in the FA Cup or in the uh, is it Carabao Cup now yes the Carabao Cup they might even jam themselves in the UEFA Champions League so we have two or more feisty clashes to look forward to not because two of them are direct rivals in terms of competing for the Premier League title but because Edward Mendy has stoked something up and Haaland might just well be taking it personal and trying to prove to Mendy that you don't talk too early, especially about machines who have done their time in the German Bundesliga. We have a lot of preseason friendlies to look forward to football. Club football is coming back gradually. I'm excited. Just a few more days now before the start of the top five leagues, the English Premier League, the Spanish La Liga, the French League on the German Bundesliga. Not forgetting the famous Italian Serie A. You can hit me up on Twitter, like I said, earlier, PAPI underscore the great. Let's talk football. What is catching your attention in the world of football? For me, those two things. Players who don't want to play second fiddle at the World Cup and of course, Edward Mendy comparing Erling Haaland to Christian Benteke. What do you think? Leave me a comment and let's talk football.